Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Internet Nobody's Podcast. Uh, we're just here doing what we can because we can. Uh, I'm Freddie, and who we got with us today? Hey, I'm Pete, and I'm sad. I'm Internet Celebrity Rob Lowe, and all I want is some Monica in my life. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dale, and a body has been discovered. And I'm Sibs, and... Even though I hate things that make me sad, I'll keep watching them anyway. And I'm Freddie, and I'm sadder than Edward Elric, who can't save just a little girl. Let's start the podcast. Sad boop noises. Sad noises. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. So wah, today we're talking wah. about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so today we're gonna be talking about our uh, saddest memories with uh, movies, TV shows, just in general media. Because I don't really read that much, so. Yeah, readings for chumps. Exactly. Why would you read something sad? That's just dumb. <laughs> right. Wait for the movie. Exactly. <laughs> Or the anime that, adaptation, depending mm-hmm. on what we're going with. I mean, wait for the movie, regardless. <laughs> you can do both. At the I was same sad time. during a silent voice. Oh, God, yes. Okay, that threw me off. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Damn that's it. right. <laughs> that is sad though that is sad that is sad make that sure, is make sure to that's put actually that. that's not sad that's fucking crime <laughs> make sure to put that in the video all right <laughs> i'll have to remember that uh, so uh i think pete brought up one already a silent voice who else here has seen that besides us me never heard of it uh, see, okay uh it's a sad it is um, sad song. <laughs> why should i be sad for this uh, kid is a bully, winds up becoming ostracized because he was bullying a girl who's deaf. No, Keywords is well, he was he was he, ostracized because he was caught bullying. Yeah, he was yeah, ever- yeah. caught bullying. Literally, everyone else was also bullying, bullying her. her in class, yeah. and he was the only one who was called out on it. So everybody stopped talking so to him. They're like, up. "Oh man!" They yeah. all passed the buck and let him take the fall for. All of them being yeah, the whole I mean, to be fair, he was the worst of oh, them, yeah. but they all did it. Yes. But because he was the worst, he was the one who was guilty of everything. Speaking of throwing things under the bus and being the worst, I- I'm going to throw Pete under the bus at some point. <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to breathe a sigh of relief. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I it was going to be me. It's, it, it, no, it's something. I mean, I don't know if you know about it, but it's something that I haven't seen, but... Pete has, and we have talked about this slightly in the past. Oh no! Yeah. Well, I guess we'll get to that we'll later. To that, you know, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna think about it, and you're gonna say, "Rob, no," and I'm gonna be like, <laughs> "Pete, yes." <laughs> Rob thinks I'm gonna think about it. <laughs> but anyway, so back to sad bullying thing. Yes. Oh yes. Continue, Fred. Uh, I'm horrible at explaining things, so Pete, if you want to keep continuing, because uh, I didn't sell so- it that well. <laughs> So, yeah, so because he was the only one who was blamed for it, 
he became ostracized and the person who he bullied did she like leave the school yeah, she so, left so, the school. so yeah. she left to go to a school for the deaf I believe because she and was hearing impaired because yeah. he he destroyed her hearing aids yeah. constantly and she left the school he became the bullied student in her place and and he, he, yeah, and he and felt he, so it got to the point that he felt so bad about how he treated her that he was going to kill himself. And then I think he bumped into her again. And instead no, of he doing went to, that, he went to find her. Oh yeah. He no, went yeah, to he, find her to he, before he went yeah. to kill himself. He wanted to apologize to her. So he went to go find her, found her at the deaf, the, the school for hearing impaired, I should say. Because she's not quite deaf, but she is very, oh, very Almost deaf. completely deaf. She's almost, yeah. almost completely, completely yeah. deaf, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, he goes to apologize, uh, leaves a bunch of money for his mother, and then goes to a bridge to kill himself. And, and, then and his he... mother sets the money on fire. <laughs> wow. What? Well, I mean, to be fair, well, it's because she knew what he was doing it for. Yeah. Like so, she said that she said that if you think I'm gonna accept this fucking, but she still dug- set it on fire and it was money and they didn't have a lot of yeah, money, it so it was still very horrifying. Where did yeah. he get all the money? He worked well, he for it and he sold he all worked. his lungs. It was it yeah, was to try to reimburse the girl's family for her destroyed hearing aids. Mm-hmm. Well, well, what it was is his mother ended up paying for the for the hearing aids, so he wanted to pay his mother back. Right. So, so he paid his mother back, and then, and then some, and then he tried to kill himself. He didn't do it. So then his mom figured it out, and then yelled at him, holding the money over a flame, saying that she's she'll if you think I'm gonna do it, I'm just gonna burn this money because I don't want this fucking money. And uh, but then while she's like, when he finally agrees not to kill himself, they look back and the money's on fire already. So, but so. <laughs> He basically spends the entire movie trying to make amends to this girl. Um, finds out that she is still almost as unhappy as she was back when he was bullying her for other reasons. But it it's the two of them falling for each other while also trying to dig each other out of the depression hole. Mm-hmm. Basically. The depression okay. hole is that everyone around them is uh, still Awful. also... Like, well, I would say only one person is truly awfulest, but everyone else just doesn't know how to handle things still. And doesn't try very hard to do so either. Yeah. They're all still a bunch of stupid fucking kids. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, kids are the worst. Pretty much. They're also exceedingly cruel. Yeah. Mm. It was still a good movie, though, because it was like, I don't want to get too much into spoilers, but... Like, the ending has something similar to the beginning happening mm-hmm. instead of him doing it with another character doing it. And then uh, it just, like... I I will say I didn't like the ending, though, because it felt really sudden, but I know there's more to it, because isn't it... Like, it's like, a manga. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's ongoing. Or is it ongoing? From I the, thought it fit. No, no, from, no from, I mean, oh, from okay, the movie, yeah, from it's the, ongoing. And in the movie, there's more after it, I believe so, yeah. Yes, which may, makes sense to me why... It felt very sudden, and, like, things aren't completely wrapped up. I really, really hate how they're just like, oh, this person who is literally the worst the entire movie is now trying to talk to the deaf girl. It's like, fuck you. You didn't do <laughs> yeah. shit. No, no, no. Get we're, the we're, fuck out of here. We're adults now. No, I'm not, I'm not giving you another chance. 
No. No. Get the you fuck had out chances. Here. You ruined it. Sorry, bye bye. I was like, I hated that. The ending, like, if they continued it, it'd probably be, uh, like, continue to be fantastic. But the movie itself is still good and sad. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I liked it better than your name, so. I also liked it better than your name. I, I'm about even on the two of them, so. That's understandable. Yeah. Well, a lot of people liked them, really enjoyed them both. I, I yeah. think a lot, I, of, a lot of people really liked Your Name more, too, because of the soundtrack. I mean, the soundtrack is great, yes. but I'm, but, you know... But, but A Silent really Voice t- is also... It, very it good. Could be, it, it's, it's superb, the entire movie, but it could be hard for some people to watch if it's in any way uh, triggering to them for... That is true, yes. yeah. Because of the topics that it touches on. Mm-hmm. Your Name is a little bit more accessible because it's not quite so touchy in terms of certain subject matter yeah that's probably why it's getting a hollywood remake <laughs> of course of course well yeah because if it's not made in the u.s it's not worth it oh yeah of well, course yeah i mean i forget what's like some country girl and a guy from chicago switch places probably. now i think that's what it was and oh, i won't sure. watch it because it'll be awful oh, i'm watch sure it, it will <laughs> I mean, yeah, you gotta watch it so you can justify when you shit on it. Exactly. Yes. So anyway, that's <laughs> enough of that. Uh, I got a game. You got a that game. Is, game. Uh, steeped in misery. Uh, it's called Lisa the Painful. Lisa the Painful sounds familiar. What is it is a side-scrolling post-apocalyptic RPG where you play as a man named Brandon. Uh, who one day... So basically the world ended for, I think, nuclear reasons. And in typical, you know, creepy post-apocalypse shit, uh, there's no women around anymore. Because, yeah. Yeah, sounds about right. Um, I remember this now. Yes, we talked about this. Yeah, so it's this game where you play this dude named Brandon who one day him and his uh, pals find a infant uh, girl and decide to raise her in secret and you know keep her around so that maybe humanity has hope one day in the future or something also the fact that it's a child mm-hmm. and there are no children anymore yeah um so at some point when she's like six or seven years old uh she gets kidnapped by this gang of like evil like post-apocalyptic ne'er-do-wells <laughs> and it's all about Brandon going on this quest to rescue this girl uh, who he named Buddy. And along the way, you have to make some really difficult decisions, like whether or not to take drugs, because there's a pill called Joy, and Brandon is a recovering addict. And every now and again, the game will be like, hey, do you want to pop a pill? Because, <laughs> I mean, hey, it'll boost your stats, you'll fight better, and like mm. everything will be better. But you're also encountering people that have... Uh, given into their addiction, and they are horribly mutated flesh monsters, like at, like shit out of Akira. Oh, okay. Great. Damn. Um, I think I've never seen Akira, um, but I've heard it's gross. Uh, but then there's also like each act of the game ends with a very difficult choice. So like you'll pick up companions along the way, and when the first time you catch up with the bandits, they're like they outnumber you they outweapon you they have guns they're like all right you want this little girl back so bad make a tough decision either cut off one of your arms or kill one of your uh, party members okay. and you have to make that choice you don't have the choice of just fucking them up 
because they outnumber you. Yeah, because they're like they fill the screen mm. and like have like the high ground and shit. So yeah, you have an option of either murdering one of your party members in cold blood or cutting off one of your fucking arms. And then like it gets even more fucked up later on. It's like the second time you encounter them, it's like okay cut off your other arm or we're gonna cut off one of her nipples and like he's just holding this like six-year-old girl by the scruff and has a knife out and is like all right that's your decision that's fun yeah what the it, fuck it's if ha, have you never played lisa rob i could have sworn no really haven't oh it's interesting it sounds it Matt, there's, there's a couple aren't there like two or three lisa games too uh there's lisa the first which is about brandon as a kid living with his horribly abusive father and his uh sister uh and then there's lisa the painful which is the main game and then there's the dlc which is lisa the joyful where you play as buddy the elf no the little girl <laughs> the Look? only female left on the planet yep. what's your favorite color Don't worry about it. <laughs> but anyway, that's at least the painful. It's a super fucked up game. But really good. Hmm. Don't you think it's weird how some really, really depressing games are just really, really good? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. yeah. Like like that game that you and me are playing, Omori. Oh, I yeah. bought that. I need to play that. You bought Omori? I bought both of them, you. yeah. Because they were on sale. It's... I'm not done with it, but because I stopped playing games for a bit, because I was I burned myself out recently. Yeah, I, I can understand that. Oh, I thought it was because of your eye. Well, that too. <laughs> that's that that's a contributing factor why I haven't played anything recently. But I haven't played anything in over a month. So, but when I uh, started, it's like, so for everybody else, not to give any spoilers, it's just a game. That takes place in a uh, a dreamlike world. It starts out in where everything is like super fluffy and like like everything's fantastical. Like there's myst like mystical creatures. The enemies you're fighting are just bunny rabbits. Um, but then it's like a it's like a really dark underlying something. You don't know what's really going on because one of your friends disappears mm. and. Like, the entire time, like, you can... Like, this game, to me, really makes me feel their emotions of, like, depression. Okay. Like, very, very much so. Like, like starting really early. Like, it's, like, it's subtle, and it's not powerful, but you get to a point... Like I said, I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah. You get to a point in the game where you realize what's actually going on. And it hits so hard at that point, like, because I I started playing this game because I heard it was like a psychological horror. This is, like I'm not scared of this game anymore. I'm more upset by this game, like, because I want these kids to be happy. And yeah. Like, like the the depression I feel is like overwrites the the horror for mm -hmm. it. So I don't like I'm not like I, I think I told you, Freddie, already that I'm not scared anymore. I'm you hear more that? On I'm not afraid anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just depressed now. <laughs> wow. Um, but yes, like that—that's what this game did. It's like it, like when you figure out what's really going on, like it hit me so hard that I was just like, "Oh my god, I need to make these kids happy. I, I love, need to do something." I love the one little detail of every time you win a fight, everyone is celebrating except for Omori. 
Yeah, well, mm. Amori has always been uh, like a, that blank slate of a human being. Apparently, you, like, you figure yeah. that you lo- you learn that that's how he's been his entire life. But it's not a bad thing. But no, yeah, it's it just yeah. It's, you you you'll you'll get there. You'll get there. I yeah. really don't like. It's still a fairly new game. I really want to talk about it one day. I but did. At the same time, I don't want to spoil anything. I did, um, because there's, like, collectibles you find early on, or, like, a list of collectibles early on they have to find, and so I was looking up, uh, locations, I didn't see, um, there was, like, a a quote-unquote guide on Steam Workshop, it wasn't a real guide, it was basically, how to cure depression, uninstall Omori, go outside. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 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 the whole thing is, like, close Omori, uninstall Omori, go literally anywhere but your computer <laughs> the whole thing with Amori is that um, I, I kind of wish I didn't look it up because I want to try to do this as unbiased like, this is a game that has multiple endings apparently oh, okay. and, I'm, yep. and I'm playing it right now the way I want to play it like I'm trying to be unbiased as possible like what, do, what, would I, what am I going to do in this situation right now like and that's what I've been doing and that's what I've been doing the whole time and then I found out that there were multiple endings and i'm just like all right when the time comes and i want to rerun this i'm going to you know then i'll look up stuff and see how you do things Mm -hmm. but now but for now i just want to run the game the way i do see what kind of ending i get and be like that's my true ending okay Mm -hmm. which is probably going to make me sad or happy i don't know i'm going to (laughs) try my best guys i'm going to try my best now you're doomed there's probably no such thing as a happy ending just give in. It's all. It's all terrible. There's no happiness. Just give up. Yeah. There's no happiness. There is no love here. Go into so, it as uh, a Rob- pessimist, and you'll never be disappointed. Exactly. So, Robert Sibs, what you got? I've got the last episode of Cowboy Bebop. Mm. Ooh, hey oh. Pete, you want to talk about that one? <laughs> hey, it's over twenty years old. No, you know, yeah, you he's ta- taken long can, enough to watch it. No, Spoilers you can, ahoy. You can, you can talk about it because I mean, even though I haven't seen it, I know how it ends. It's not like it's a secret. I can't believe they shoot the dog into the moon. <laughs> that's how that's how you get Dogecoin though. You gotta go to the moon. <laughs> that's literally Dogecoin mining. They shot him into the crater, poor Ein. <laughs> Okay, so Bebop was one of the earlier shows on Adult Swim when it first started airing anime. And it was, because of how short it is, it's one of the first shows that they actually aired the ending of. And the first time I watched it, it was like 2 o'clock in the morning or whatever. And And I'm sitting there watching it in bed because... What else do you do at 2 a.m. on a Saturday? It's true. And Put rat stuff. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, like 13. Like so. <laughs> yeah. That's the prime age for hood rat stuff. <laughs> That's how you learn to become a hood rat. Yeah. Because I was such a hood rat. Do you know me at all? Mm. But, um, well, you didn't when I was 13, but you know. Mm, yeah, no. Um, Mo- most people in the hood wear sandals 24 7, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll, 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 I'll agree to that one. <laughs> <laughs> so the ending, um, and I'm sorry, Pete, that I'm going to spoil it for you, but it's been 20 plus years. 
Oh no. I, like I mean, there's probably going to be a lot of spoilers in this podcast yeah. as a whole. Also, I like that so. Pete is always, always the focus of this. I have also not seen Bebop. You haven't? <laughs> no. You oh. haven't seen Bebop? They're going to forget this just as equally seen. as yeah. fast as the last time I know. Said this. <laughs> it's like I don't think I was there. Yeah, no. I think the thing is, Dale is much less of a weeb than <laughs> That's fair. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, obviously, the whole thing is they're bounty hunters, and you get to the end, and it's the final encounter between Spike and basically his main rival in the show, Vicious. And in the last two episodes, because it's a two-part finale, uh, Spike's, let's call her girlfriend with a question mark, because they never really get back together. Uh, gets killed in front of him while they're trying to get away. And his mother figure's dead or shot or something. I can't quite remember if she dies, but there's a whole lot of carnage going on. And and so they have their final showdown. Spike kills Vicious, but Spike also gets quite messed up and he's walking down the stairs after their fight points his finger up at the sky like it's a gun acts like he's firing a gun and then just collapsed to the stairs and then they start playing this song that really kind of like just kind of puts the icing on the cake for making it extra extra emotional And because you never actually find out if he's alive or dead, it's like, that's just kind of where it leaves it. And that song plays throughout the entire closing credits. So it's like a five minute song. And it's just the, the, the song with him lying in whatever state he is on those stairs every time. And literally every time I have watched that episode, knowing what happens cannot stop myself from crying every time I've seen it since 2001 and I watch it multiple times a year don't know what it is I think it's just the combination of the music and the end of that show Mm -hmm. and every time without fail it's just a masterpiece bro Mm -hmm. yeah but see that's I think part of that is the whole thing of which is why we keep trying to get Pete to watch this is the fact that the characters are likable. Yes. Yeah. Right? Like, you watch this, and Spike is cool. Like, from the beginning, yeah. <laughs> Spike is cool. He's likable. You're like, yo, this guy's a badass. Yep. And, and he's you know, goof- and, and he's a goofy he, badass. He's a goofy badass, yeah. <laughs> and, and you're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, again... It's it's not like it's so it's a it's a twenty six episode anime so it's not like it's not a one seasoner but you know it, it's still it's enough that you're like you get into it but then when it cuts off you're like yo w- what just happened I want more well and then also I, and th- also uh, well, all of the characters leave them Faye yeah. goes away Ed goes away Jet and Spike have a falling out at the end. So mm-hmm. he's all by he's himself. Yeah. And for all you know, Jet never finds out. You yeah. don't know what happens. 
damn, that's and yeah, he it just ends with him like in his own world essentially, and you don't know what happens. And I think on top of that, even besides the fact that Spike is cool, Vicious is a dick. Like he is, he's not a redeemable bad guy. Yeah, no, not at all. And he's right, also he's only in like just... what, like five episodes of the entire show. Yeah, and every time he's just an asshole. <laughs> like you, you don't see him, and you're like, oh, he's the cool bad guy. Like no, he's a fucking prick. That somehow managed to get Julia. Yeah. Sometimes what does that say about Chick- her and Spike's Chicks taste in women? bad boys. <laughs> but what does that say about Spike's taste in women if she was okay being with Vicious? Voluntarily. Yeah, sometimes um, you just need a villain that's just an asshole. Yeah. But, but yeah, know, I mean, uh, for, for being like the overarching villain, he's only in like five episodes of the entire series. I think, you know what, speaking, that, that actually is a weird point that you bring up and i don't know if this was ever planned but the very first episode has that girl with that with that one with the guy who's a bounty so I, now now that's making me wonder was that like meant to be like a whole tie-in of just you know here's the girl who you who seems really nice just with this guy who's just a piece of shit and then it just like it starts that way and it ends that way, pretty much. But also, maybe you don't know how much of a piece of shit he was because he was imbibing drugs constantly, that yeah. was making him worse and worse as the episode went along. Mm-hmm. So you don't actually know what kind of person he was because almost every time you see him, he's injecting red eye and becoming a worse and worse person every yeah. time he does it. Yeah. So who knows? Someday I'll watch Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. You should, considering it's getting its Netflix adaptation. Oh, nice. And they well, brought- no, by the- he might as well just wait, you know, get that Keanu Reeves' Spike action going on, you know? <laughs> oh, God. John-, John Cho is Spike, you mean? Is that happening? It's John yeah. Cho is Spike, yeah. You know what? I want multiple Spike. Every episode <laughs> with a different Spike. <laughs> That's what I want. Oh, and them to never acknowledge the fact that it's a different actor. That would be amazing. The only thing I hope and pray for is that we get an episode that is uh, similar to Mushroom Samba, and mm-hmm. I would be completely okay with whatever else they do as long as we get that. I, uh, Toys in the Attic episode. Mm. We talk about Bebop too much. Yeah. We do, it's but it's worthy. It's, yeah, so, but, uh, what else you got that's said, Rob? Uh, so, I was saying before this podcast... <laughs> I was the one who suggested this topic, and I really came in with with just about nothing. So, so Pete, talk about metamorphosis for me. Oh my God, Ron! <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> the laugh cackle of a madman. <laughs> Rob, no. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I think he planned this, Pete. (sighs) He has nothing on purpose just to make you have to talk about it. Was that the bus? Because I'm pretty sure that was a train. (laughs) (laughs) Why are we here, Pete? (laughs) Just to suffer? Yes, yes, we are. Oh, my God. (laughs) We already talked about this, though. On the podcast? I'm pretty sure we did. We mentioned it. I'm I'm pretty sure you did. Oh, I, I just, you know what? I'm okay with that. Just, just for God, this like the, the whole thing is like, like people don't, like, 
Like, you may not know what it is, but if you see this one image, you know what it is. I know the image, and because yeah. every time I see it on the internet, the comments it's... are all just, like, depressed, and, and I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Can, yeah. can you send it to me? Because I think I've seen it. Oh my god. I, it's just, the, it's just a uptick. picture of the character, too. It's not even, like, anything else. It's... Is it some girl in glasses? It's one of those things where if you know, yes. you know, and if okay. you don't know... Then yes, it's the girl in glasses and pigtails in a school uniform. Yeah, okay. The I've one, seen it. Yeah. You know what it is. Like, so, I had no idea what it is. All the fucking memes, it's like, literally, there was a point in time that it was all that we saw. Like, Rob, you know that point in time. Yeah. Like, there was, like, all over the place. I didn't know what it was, but everyone was really depressed about it. I'm just like, well, fuck, what is it? So, like, it's a... Uh, <laughs> It's uh, one of those, you know, doujins, for whoever doesn't know, it's uh, manga for the cultured people, you know. Perverts. And, uh, yeah, for perverts. But, and this story is a really depressing one about a girl who is not well-liked, um, so she changes her image and becomes, like, works real hard at it, becomes really pretty, and then essentially, like, gets continuously, like, like, bad things happen to her. Like, she gets popular, ends up, uh, having sex, but the person who she has sex with drugs her, Mm. and then she becomes addicted to drugs, and then, like, you know... Whatever you can imagine from there, but it's even worse than you can imagine because her father ends up raping her. She ends up getting raped a lot. Oh, jeez. Oh, um, sounds like a great story. It's so bad. I like. I was like. I, I understand why people don't like it. I can understand because it's just awful. really depressing. It's awful and sad, and the ending is even sad because the ending is just like she ends up, you know, being pregnant and having a kid. And, like, it just, like, shows her, like, I guess a few years later, her kid's probably, like, five or six, and they're at the park, and her mom's, like, the kid's, like, says to mom, I forgot what, I don't even remember, I was, like, I'm barely paying attention, because it's (laughs) at the end, I was just, like, wow, this is a fucking ride. But, essentially, she just says how it took her, she says to her daughter, it took mommy a long time to love herself. And that, but now that, but now that she has her, her daughter, she feels like she can be more responsible, and she ends up being. It seems like she has a more happy ending, like because you know she's like a, 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 she seems more proper. She's taking care of her daughter. Who knows whose fucking kid it is? That's it. Awful. Was just a, right. It's the. It was the worst. That's like, why it. It's not even like the fun kind of like miserable. No, like it's it's it was just mis- <laughs> like that's the thing. Like it's meant to be misery. Yeah, but there's like, like there's yeah. nothing to it aside from there, that. Like no, the, the that was uh, I, like I well well this is the I, whole I, thing that I, I this is why I asked Pete about this in the first place in the very very first place is because it's a hentai manga. Well, the what like I heard a conversation about this um, on the trash taste. Where they said they they at the beginning they treat it like uh, a normal hentai, uh, like you know doujin, and to suck you in with that first scene. Get that suck. And it, like yeah, <laughs> get, they get that suck. Yeah, they, like that first scene, and then 
Uh, and, and then directly after that, after you know the guy drugs her and she like like that's when it, it, everything else after that is just the worst. Like everything. And and that's kind of that's like because again I've never I've I've honestly never actually looked at this, and that's kind of like the one thing that I've been moderately curious on of just like is it like it, it like for a hentai is it like is it really hot and no. then and it's and it has that weird like juxtaposition of yeah you want to keep going because yeah you're, you're you're going at it boy but then on the in the in-betweens you're like oh fuck. there is no in-between rob it's just bad situation after bad situation mm. like it's like it's like emotionally destroying you too because like when her her so uh, but that's her, so her wait, father how many, how okay many, hold like, on how like, many like sex scenes are though? A lot. It's so, it's so a that's the point. Long. Are you like just so are you even watch at that point are you even like at that point? No, you're not even there for it anymore. You're just there to hope that things get better for her. That's like cuz like the whole thing is like there's a huge there's a whole thing like after her father rapes her, her mother blames her for it. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, it's fucked. Like it's a it's like I can't I don't want to believe that something like this can happen, but at the same time it very easily can. And it really pisses me off. Like, it's shit like that. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. <laughs> I wish I didn't go looking into it. Because the because the internet, you know, just has to tell everybody The internet things. is full of peer pressure. Yeah. Yep, it certainly is. Yeah, it sounds just And I'm here to tell you, don't go read it. I gave you a synopsis. That's all you need. Don't go. Don't go Fuck you, Rob. Fuck you, Rob. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Freddy, what you got? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I could follow that. Um, do you want Can I actually take one then? Oh. Like, if you want to, like, go no. ahead. Yeah. So I'll, I'll take the I one. Swear to God, that... Rob! I fucking swear to God. So, so the sequel to Murder. <laughs> I will murder you. Um, let's let's just go straight into uh, to Monica talk. Uh, Doki Doki something or other. Literature Club. Literature Club. Panic. Yeah, Doki Doki Panic. The <laughs> Super Mario Bros. 2. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so again, back to what we were saying before. This podcast is going to have a lot of spoilers, so straight up spoilers for this. You know, forward ahead. Most so people should know about it by now. Like, I know that they just came out with the Doki Doki Literature Club Plus edition. See, uh, the thing is, people who were interested in the time would know about it. Like, yeah. Because if, if you guys never made me play it, I'd be like, all right, what is this dumb visual novel? Well, yeah, I'm not like, going to bother yeah. with this. Yeah, but here's the thing. If nobody played it, then they're not going to play it now. It's a free game. If you really were interested in it. Yeah, but again, it it was. I mean, I might play it, but you've already told me enough about it that I don't really need to. (laughs) Yeah. So, and we're going to tell you even more about it. It's all good. So sit, sit down, strap in, and just get comfortable. I was wondering who was going to say it. I was. I knew exactly who was going to say it. Yeah, Yeah. I'm only here for very few reasons. (laughs) You know this. Anyway, so visual novel, dating sim, dealy, you know, it, and and it's weird because it starts out and they're just like, eh, this game's a little fucked up, you know, be warned, and you're like, all right, whatever. Yeah, it's this super cute pastel visual novel, and it's like, no, seriously, it's gonna get bad. Yeah, and you're just like, all right, whatever, loser, and you play it, and everybody's just, you know, it's anime tropes, you know, there's the there's the handful of girls, and you know, there's your next door neighbor, the girl who you've known since you were kids. There's the, the girl who looks like she's, you know, in second grade, but somehow she's in high school. 
the, the tall, quiet one. You know, there's, there's the there's there's anime tropes. And then the club leader. And club leader. Yeah. And the whole time, I'm just like, man, I hate the neighbor girl. She's the most annoying bitch in this in this anime. So, real quick, because I when I started playing it, I was like, man, Monica seems really cool. And I wanted to date her and go down her path, but the game stops you and is like, no, you have to pick one of the three. I'm like, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That me. was the same for me. There is visual proof because we, we recorded, recorded some of this. I recorded uh, I recorded the part because I wanted Rob's reaction. I think, didn't you record other parts too? But we definitely um, have... We like, like we did, but we have we yeah we recorded a couple other things, but I don't think I kept them. The mm. only thing I kept was your reaction to the moment because it was so fucking funny, which we will talk about in a second. So, but yeah, same thing, Dale. You know, I'm like, yo, give me the club leader. Like she she's awesome. And nope, they were just like, no, nope, you got to do one of the other girls. And I'm like, oh, fucking, I don't want to deal with them. They suck. And so whatever. I'm, I'm going through, you know, and it kind of just railroads you in a certain direction. And I'm like, all right, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then at some point, you know, you, you have an argument with your neighbor girl. And you go to school, and she's not at school. She normally she walks starts- with you. She didn't walk with you. She's not at school. She's not picking up your, her phone. And you're kind of, you're like, you're supposed to be like, all right, what's what's happening? So she also your started character- acting a bit weird. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like, literally you guys are talk always it. together. So the fact that... You know, you're now going three hours apart. It's just like, what the fuck's happening? At this point, I'm just like, at this point, I was kind of like tired of this game because we kind of like, we stretched it out longer than we should have by just dicking around with it the way we did. So I was kind of like, all right, I'm ready for this to be over. Like, fuck this. You know what? I hope she, I'm like, you know what? I want her to, I'm like, I want her to be fucking dead. Like, I want to walk into her house and be fucking dead. And surely enough, you walk in there, and the big twist is that this girl hung herself in the middle of her room, and the screen's going nuts. It's like has like the the crazy like bum 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 music, and you're like. Aah. Meanwhile, me, big asshole over here, I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, <laughs> another one bites the dust, bitch. Rob was so excited that she died that he was like. Now it's my mission to make sure all the other girls die. <laughs> yeah, so at I this can point, so Monica. now I'm thinking like, all right, you know what? Because I turned her away, so now I'm like, I can kill them all. I can literally just kill them all and make the game force me to get with Monica. And I'm like, I, this is it. This is my, my plan. Little do you know, well, like you find out very quickly then that uh, that is the turning point of the game because that's the end of the game essentially <laughs> except you play it again without your neighbor girl i don't even remember her is that natsuki no that's no that natsuki. was that sayori. was sayori sayori natsuki was the the midget and yeah, yuri was so. the tall hot one yeah tall tall one is the only acceptable of those three um but yeah so so then you know you go round two and you find out hey monica the club leader um she's sentient and she knows she's in a game and she knows that you, the player, are playing the game. So she's like, hey, fuck that neighbor bitch, right? I'm just going to delete her from the game. So now you play the game again with her straight out deleted and the game's glitching out. And and she just kind of like railroads you into her path a little bit. Yeah, you're and, and it's kind of like, And then the other girl just straight up disappears. Well, the, no, she she's... 
Like, the whole thing is, she messed with the code of the game to make Yuri kill herself, like, in front of you, and you have to sit there with her for two days. Yeah, that was the while she... most nuts part. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, like, because the whole thing is, she killed herself in front of you uh, so on a Friday, so... You had to sit there until the weekend was over. So you have to just hold the button down. You had to hit. The, you had to hold this. You had to hold the skip button. Oh my yeah. god! Until no. until the next until like the next day was over. Like, and then and then that when then Natsuki comes in and sees that she's dead, l- throws up, leaves the room, and then Monica's like, "All right, enough beating around the bush." She gets rid of Yuri's dead body and deletes Natsuki straight up, and she's like, "I'm done playing this game. It's just gonna be you and me now." Like, if you like, if you like Neighbor Girl, then, you know, that must have been, like, if, if that was the girl who you were going for in this dating sim, if you played it like an actual dating sim. Which that, a lot of people at the time were, because, you know, the classic, you know, childhood friend, everyone, especially a bunch of weebs, always yeah. root for that. I wanted to go, like, the whole thing is, like, for me, specifically, I was like, alright, the game is railroading me into Sayori, so I said, I'm gonna start off and do hers, and then I'm gonna go do Yuri's. That's what I was gonna do, because I wanted Yuri. Yeah, do the canon path. And oh, then see, I, the... I, I... I've never been a fan of the neighbor girl thing, I just went straight for Yuri, because I'm like, well, if I can't he's be with Monica, I'll go yeah, with Yuri, Yuri is like, because she, Yuri's she likes HP the... Lovecraft. <laughs> She's the best girl. In my opinion, just straight up, Monica is a very close second. Very close second. But yeah, Monica's so... fun because she's such a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the rest of the game is essentially. You mean a psychotic killer? <laughs> just you yeah. in a room with Monica, sitting at a desk, staring at each other. In in the void, and she, just she destroys the world. Things. Yeah, like she'll do it for hours. I think it's like three hours or so of actual things she'll just keep saying before they uh they start the game is just like what are you doing yeah a lot of the quotes are super fucking weird like i remember uh seeing one where some back when the game uh came out and everyone was kind of obsessing over it there's one where it was like uh, monica was like don't you ever wish you could just like you know make someone a part of you and keep them inside you forever and i saw someone comment like monica that's called vor it is. Well, no, that that's not forever because at some point you poop them out. Or well, it, it was some weird like I, I can't remember the exact like quote, but yeah, it's a weird like beat of just like no, yeah. But yeah, Doki Doki Mario Brothers Two. It's a, it, it 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 could be sad. It should be sad for someone who. It it was it, it was it was not really sad. It was disturbing for me. Uh, I, I think yeah it. that there because it you know what it tries to be disturbing, but I, I, mean, I guess the whole, if, once I, I guess you realize what's happening, you, how you hit it, like, right? Yeah, it like once you realize what's happening, it's not the same anymore. But the like a, a first time through, it really sucker punches. Yeah, that you. that first like you know the first couple of minutes where it's just like, boom, like that that's that there's emotions there, depending on what motions you know, but there's emotions. So who is next? Goldberg. Freddy, <laughs> who wants to bear their soul. Um, well, I could talk about, uh, and I'm a big wrestling fan, so, I mean, Eddie Guerrero, when that, like, tribute show happened, uh, maybe Rob knows what I'm talking about. 
So the thing is, I don't know if you know this, Fred. What's up? I actually did not watch like any wrestling between yeah, yeah. 2001 or 2002 to like 2006. So there's like a good five-ish years that I missed. So I missed Eddie Guerrero. Like, uh, okay. I, I missed, you know... Uh, he who must not be named. I missed the re the you know coming up of Orton, Batista, mm-hmm. and Cena, like all that. So when people go back and they're like, "Oh, Eddie was so great," and, like in my head, I remember WCW Eddie, <laughs> and I remember him with the freaking lowrider picking up China. Like I never Latino was. Heat. Yeah, I never really watched him. Like you know, all those WCW guys really become um, like yeah main event like top tier guys. No, it was. I mean, it was crazy. That said, like all, just just all like a lot of a lot of those stories behind those uh, behind the radicals, as they were called. <laughs> the radicals, yes. You know, you Eddie, know, Eddie Guerrero's tribute show was very hard to watch. I remember because it was just like, no, this isn't a storyline. This is real life, and like he was this great guy, great wrestler, and it's just like. I'm like fuck, man. I'm never gonna see this, see this guy wrestle again. I'm never gonna see like hear him like joke around on the mic or whatever. I'm like, it's so depressing. And seeing like all the wrestlers who like you know have these big tough personas and they're all just like crying. It's just like it it hits you. Mm-hmm. And like for uh you know, so keeping on that topic. So I did mention I did come back after a certain point. Yes. So. Again, I missed the real, you know, main event level, but that for me that was Chris Benoit. Mm-hmm. You know, when so I kind of like caught his tail end. I think he was in like fake ECW at this point. Maybe. Yeah, he was. Yeah, because his last match was supposed to be against CM Punk. Yeah, and so I was still like, oh man, Benoit is still wrestling. Benoit was awesome. And then so you have the tribute show where like stuff is kind of like. Yeah, stuff I, is not exactly is, known, but it's everything's kind of weird. Because it was like the day of, it was like a day after or something. Yeah, it was only Which a couple is, of is funny hours too, after. The storyline going on at that time was who killed Vince McMahon in the fire explosion yeah. limo. So literally, I think it was either, uh, yeah. So it was like Raw. This was like when Raw was the only thing that mattered, basically. Yeah. And the I remember the week before, Vince gets into a limo. The limo blows up. And so for like the whole week, and it there was like an actual media thing of like, wait, is is Vince McMahon actually dead? Did they just air his like a bombing of his limo legitimately? Um, apparently, like th- there there's word. I don't know if this is true or not. There was because him and Donald Trump are, are friends. Yeah, there was a word that uh, Trump actually tried calling him to find out that if he's like actually dead or you know not. What? I I'll believe that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah right. Um. But then, yeah, and so then the week after comes up, and it's like the, supposed to be the whole big like reveal of like, what happened it. then, and every yeah, the who done it is Vince back, like what's happening, and it literally starts with Vince on screen being like, yeah, I'm not dead, that was a whole storyline, but you know some people do die, and one of our you know longest tenured wrestlers has just was found dead, him and his own family, and you're like, oh what 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 the fuck, like and, yeah. and it, it just sounded weird. But at the same time, again, this was, like, so soon that, like, you're like it's weird, but, oh, oh wow. It, it's kind of shocking. Mm-hmm. 
and they've run this whole tribute show about like how great he was like highlighting some of his best matches and everything and then yay he's a murderer and then at some point like i think even that like again even that day they started suspecting like he like it well it wasn't even suspecting because once they found everything but it was like once it got leaked out that was just like there's a very good chance that he murdered himself and and Mm -hmm. killed his family and then it's just like oh oh no yeah Yeah, that one and, and, and now he's been yeah yeah and now he's been basically wiped off of all the wrestling media the wrestling, yeah yeah well don't want to take ownership of the guy who you brain damaged to the point that he killed his whole family i mean yeah, yeah. He, i think he's, he's actually listed you know i mean that's you know but he's also like you can't just blame wwf because he was in wcw w. he was in japan he, he was japan, in ECW. ECW. He, he, he was, was on I, like different he, medications that were fucking with him too oh, he was also yeah on, so he had he like a steroids. very crazy yeah, no, history on, i don't think he was on steroids that no point. because he's in medical textbooks he's uh his case is actually listed as a side effect of uh, steroids i believe oh okay so he was on steroids but a lot of the so that was the thing because that was like the first thing when it happened it was the whole big you know roid rage roid rage roid rage mm-hmm. thing um eventually like once they actually did like you know the the you know analysis of you know all of him and everything it kind of became like all right this isn't roid rage because roid rage is a lot less common than people think it is yeah and it's more along the lines of you know it was the the cte the concussion disorder where his signature move was literally doing a headbutt off the top rope like yeah, they, they said his brain was so severely damaged it resembled the brain of an 85-year-old Alzheimer's patient. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't help. Yeah. He took the chair shots head on and stuff. Yeah, because he was just like, his whole thing was just like, I'm going to be a tough old school guy. So he would just like do crazy shit. I mean, so. that was that, but that was before they banned like the Yeah, that, that was, yeah. Now it's you have to hit him in the gut and hit him in the back. Yeah, and they and even even headshots, you know, they still block it. Whereas before they would just eat Fucking shots to the face. It, yeah. And so, yeah, that, but that was the era he came in, and he just went a significantly way too far with it, with it in wrestling. He went harder than a lot it, of people. It, it cost a lot. Yeah. It's crazy. It's almost like your brain is important. Nah. Nah, brain's overrated. Nah, fair enough. So, uh... Brain needs to poop. <laughs> And I mean, I, uh, and again, I mentioned like the whole radicals. I don't know if how much you know about uh, Saturn. Saturn Fred. didn't he have like a, a stroke? Um, I think he was like. I think somebody tried to like rob him or something. No, like he that, was. He, got, he was. Someone was trying to rob some woman, and he like stepped in, and like someone stabbed him or something. Yeah. So like, he was a guy. Who, he was. He was uh, in WCW. He was awesome. You know, WWF. He had a mop. Know, <laughs> he had the mop, which you know what. Uh, say what you will, the the Moppy era was hilarious. Between Moppy and then you know Al Snow's uh, Pepper, that whole like oh, little God. era, and Big there, Boss there's, Man there's just a tragedy being... in itself. <laughs> Pepper, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, right. We can talk about that. But that was like, and then you find out like eventually like, hey, hey, this guy disappeared. What happened to this guy? Where you know all these wrestlers are coming back, and then you just find out like his life has been in shambles, mm-hmm. basically since leaving like he tries to leave a lead a good life but just shit just keeps piling on to him 
and you know i mean and that's the that's the thing with wrestling i think more more than now than now forever yeah yeah (laughs) where you know just 10 15 years ago you look back and just guys who disappear from wrestling it's just like all right are they dead or dying yeah and and now you know everything's just a lot safer there's a lot you know they bring them back just you know just to show up on raw for mm-hmm. five minutes and they're getting paid so it's because they don't you know, give a them health are living insurance better lives. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's uh, talk about that one <laughs> politics podcast we'll, we'll leave that one to the to the episode of uh last week tonight with john oliver the yes yeah <laughs> so right, yeah the story of a lot of wrestlers <laughs> so uh, i got i got a couple i can probably bang out pretty quickly okay or relatively quickly uh indie game similar to uh a bit similar to omori in the kind of like sketchy art style mm-hmm. uh this war of mine mm-hmm. i don't know if any of you have heard of that no Nope. Yeah. Fantastic uh, little indie game. Uh, it takes place in a kind of like Eastern European country that is currently in the middle of a civil war, and essentially you play. You you didn't play as anyone in particular. You basically manage a house of survivors. So like you'll start off with like two to four people who are just trying to get through this civil war, and essentially you kind of have to manage. Uh, their food and water, um, their morality, or uh, not morality, um, morale? mentality. Oh, mentality. Yeah, morale. Morale. Yeah, that's the word. Um, mm-hmm. And also, you have to like go out and scavenge. So it's this like black and white, grayscale, like sketchy art style where you're playing as these people who are just trying to get by in this like super oppressive war. And so it would be like, okay, who's on guard duty tonight? who's sleeping at night um, and like who's going to go out and scavenge and you have a lot of hard choices to like well are you going to rob people are you going to go to like this super dangerous uh, junction where like a sniper is posted it's 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 a rough game sounds like it yeah yeah and it's just it's punishingly hard like if someone takes a bullet they're going to take like two days of rest to recover hmm and yeah there's also just walk it off god yeah and also like there's like because also medicine is a huge commodity like essentially like towards the end game like you're kind of self-sufficient where you have like rain catchers you have traps for catching like rodents uh you have like uh like compost heaps to make your own fertilizer and it's just like if you can get to the end game and you're lucky and you manage things right you're essentially self-sufficient and don't have to scavenge anymore. But getting to that point is incredibly fucking rough. Damn. Um, yeah, it's a great game. Um, and the other one I have is uh, Danganronpa, which is a game all about despair and <laughs> killing people and solving the... Well, you don't get to kill anyone. It's essentially, a bunch of teenagers are placed in a killing game where it's like, hey... If you can kill one or two of your classmates and get away with it, you get to leave. If you mm. don't, you get punished. And by punished, that means a extremely over-the-top method of execution. Oh my god. Fun. Yeah, it's it's a it's a really good well. The games game. I always wanted to play just never got around to. They're all on Steam, I believe. Ooh. Not to check uh, they it out. might have got taken off actually. 
And there we go. You've got his hopes up for now. Aren't they, uh, aren't, well, aren't they doing, like, a, uh, remaster or something? Oh, no, they're, they're all still on Steam. They were taken off of, um, PSN. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they're gonna do the remaster soon, I believe. Yeah. Makes I sense. highly recommend that they're, know, but yeah, who knows? They're really great games. They're, also, I love that once you beat it, you get to have, like, a fun kind of, like, essentially dating sim, like, um, like, side story thing, because it's, like... <laughs> Because you can get to know some of these characters, but there's no guarantee which of them are going to survive the story. Yeah. Like, the first... Because, you know, spoilers. The first game, you meet this girl who, like, is essentially the childhood friend stereotype. And then she frames you for murder. <laughs> Actually, no. Um, she gets murdered. And then in the course of trying to defend yourself because she was found dead in your dorm room... Um, it turns out that she was actually trying to kill someone else and frame you for it. <laughs> oh, and it's even worse than I thought. Yeah, it's oh, dude, like it's like it's a colorful cast of characters because each person admitted because it takes place in this like prestigious like private school who only allow the best of the best. So like. For instance, and it's it can be anything. It could be you're the greatest otaku, you're the greatest fanfic writer, you're the greatest bike gang leader, or like the Dude. greatest baseball player of like your age bracket. And yeah, like in the first game, you're uh, just the lucky student who won the lotto and got to attend the school. So she tries to kill you because you're useless. Like, you have nothing going for you. I mean, yeah. th there could be worse reasons. Oh, yeah, it's it's such a fucked up game. It's so wonderful. Because it's literally just a bunch of high school students, like, coming up with elaborate murder sequences to try and free themselves. <laughs> like, there's one where, like, uh, I think it's, like, the ultimate magician is, like, I'm going to fall into this piranha tank and then escape. And then when the curtain pulls away to reveal uh, her escape, there's just someone else in the tank. <laughs> and they get fucking murdered by piranhas. And it's everyone being like, Ah, these well, is my plan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, well, how the fuck did any of this happen? Was it the magician? Did she do it? <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a great game. It's also got the greatest mascot ever, which is uh, Monokuma. Oh, yes, yes. But yeah, that, that's uh, those two games. So, while trying to think of sad stuff, I brought up a repressed memory of oh, an no. episode of, of The Peanuts that I figured I would bring up if Rob was actually here, since I know he loves The Peanuts, Snoopy specifically. These nuts? Yeah. Do you remember the episode where Charlie Brown made friends with somebody who had cancer? No? Yeah, I remember that. Pepperidge Farm remembers I that. I knew it. <laughs> like, as soon as you said, I remember that, I'm like, someone. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, it was literally an episode where Charlie Brown and uh, Linus made friends with this uh, girl. And she was, like, really weak and uh, always sick. And then they found out she had leukemia and was losing her hair because of it. So she started getting bullied in school because she has no hair. Oh, and I'm like, and I, yeah. and I, like, I do. I was, I was and this, I, this was like I was, animated? 
Yeah. Yeah. No, that's random. The episode number or as proof or no dice. I didn't hear anything you just said. Episode number or as proof or no dice. Yeah. Well, it's. it's, We need the timestamps. The episode's name is called Janice's Diagnosis. Well, then. I'm I'm looking this up right now. (laughs) Because I'm like. I'm getting something completely different. Oh yeah, well, remember that. Pe- <laughs> what? The- <laughs> we got. We're just gonna give yeah. it some time. Everybody, everybody Why says, Charlie Brown want? Wow. While, while Rob's looking this up, saves what she got. All right, I've got two. Um, one of them is a movie called The Final Girls. I don't know if you've heard of it. No. Wait, is that the one that it's based on the whole final girl thing from horror? Yes. It's the final girl. Oh, right. It's, it, was, it, it wasn't called Janice's Diagnosis. It was called Why Charlie Brown Why. Oh, that might help him find it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm on it right now. I'm on the Peanuts wiki right now. Okay, so the final girls. Now, uh, the movie itself is not particularly sad, but it makes me sad. Because the whole movie starts with the main character in a car with her mother. They get in a car accident and the mother dies. And what you find out is that the mother was an actress who was in this really cheesy slasher film that has this crazy cult following that does like midnight screening type stuff. And she really, she gets invited to some anniversary screening of the movie and she really doesn't want to go because seeing her mom on screen makes her sad but she gets roped into it and something happens and her and her friends end up in the movie so it's basically your fun little isekai type thing (laughs) yeah (laughs) monster rancher (laughs) shut up rob so they end up in the slasher film that her mom starred in But the people in the movie are their characters, not the real people. So she's trying to interact with her mom to save her mom in the movie, but getting reactions from her mom that aren't her mother. So it makes her very sad to interact with her mom who's not her mom. You know, she's probably, like, increased in stupidity because, you know, characters... She's extra dumb sla- blonde whose goal... Because yeah. this the slasher flick takes place at a summer camp. And, oh, no. Like, the mom of plays a camp does. counselor. And oh, it, it's, no. a very, it's a very, uh, like, 1980s slasher film. So, the, so they're camp counselors, and the mom's stated goal in the movie is to lose her virginity that summer. So... They're trying to circumvent the plot of the slasher film, but she's also trying to spend time with her mom, who's not her mom. Mm. Yeah, that sounds depressing. And her mom sacrifices herself to save her. So it's like she watches her mom die all over again, but she had meaningful interaction with her mom who didn't know that they were related. So it was a really weird thing. But it came out not terribly long after my mom had died. So watching a movie where 
the mom died. I mean, that happens in everything Disney, but because you know, it, yeah. it was more the having that interaction with the person that's no longer there, mm -hmm. and like almost wanting that, but not being able to have it. You know? Yeah. So it's like being dangled in front of you, but there's a glass in front of you that's. But like you really wouldn't want it anyway, because I mean, you're living in a slasher film, so. Yeah. Context matters. How do you think you would do in a slasher film? I think I'd do okay. But so Fair. the other one is a movie called Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. That sounds familiar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this so, does sound familiar. So the main plot is that there's these two guys that are in high school that are best friends, and this girl that he was that one of the guys was friends with in elementary school, uh, diagnosed with leukemia, and his parents uh, kind of almost force him to try to be her friend again. So it's a whole awkward teenage friendship, but. The boy and his best friend, their hobby is making, like, home movie type things. Like, making their own films. So, they're kind of trying to make something almost for her at the end. And, like, they go through and, like, completely saying that she's going to make it all the way through to the end. And that she's not going to die, not going to die. And then she ends up dying. <laughs> and... But it, it's so, like, them trying to um, make her last months meaningful. And um, he, uh, he had not wanted to apply to a college, but she was encouraging him to do it and trying to help him write his essays and stuff to get into school. And he wrote out as part of one of his college application essay type things was he wrote out the story of their time together while she was sick and how it impacted him. And he includes the movie that he made and sends it to the college with a, with a note tied to it that says the last person who saw this immediately went into a coma and died. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so very quirky teenagers, very obviously serious plot, but it, mm -hmm. it, it's a fun movie up until the point where she ends up dying. Yeah. So I got since we're almost like running out of time. Yeah, out of time I yeah. wanted to I wanted to streamline a couple of things that make me cry every time I see it. <laughs> um, like if just you cry to, every time. <laughs> cry every time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Uh, it recently came up uh, last, literally last week. I watched this because it came up in my feed was uh, Rugrats with Chucky's mom when he finds oh, out about yeah. her. Oh god, mm -hmm. that makes me want to cry all day. It makes me cry. I can't. I have to make sure that if I do watch that, I can't have anything planned for the rest of the day. Um, there's also uh, Coco. Yes. The uh, the mm -hmm. Pixar movie, mm -hmm. like the ending scene with the grandma when he sings with her, like I can't, I can't, I just can't bust out of that sadness. Yeah. I mean, it's happy, but I just get sad mm -hmm. because it reminds me too much of my grandma. If it makes and, you feel better, uh, Pete, I can't watch the scene in Guardians of the Galaxy where Quill's mom dies. Mm. I 
don't blame because that came that out like a... the same year my mom died. That mm. yeah yeah that that part I... of that movie perpetually ruined. I feel I feel terrible because my uncle who was also dying of cancer wanted me and dad to take him to go see Deadpool, and I had already seen it, so I didn't want him to see it because you know of course what happens in that movie um and the one other thing is that one episode of the fresh prince of bel-air but his dad leaves oh like i just yeah i wanted to get that hit suddenly that one it was like everything got quiet and serious and emotional, mm-hmm. and you f- you felt that room. You felt like you were in that room. So I guess for for just to bring it up, in case you really didn't say what I heard was. a dog that wasn't my dog. <laughs> <laughs> that one was probably Rob's. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not but, you, it's his. Yeah, but with fresh, fr- so it's just it's like a regular episode until this point, you know, like his except his dad shows up and you know they're meeting and and he hasn't seen his dad in a while and everything and it's, it's good times and he's just like yeah my dad we're gonna do dad and son stuff yeah just like you know we we got a lot of time we need to make up and you're like oh this is, this is nice and then you know Uncle Phil's just like yeah you better uh, you better stick with him this time and Dad's just like yeah I will I will. And at the end, you know, Will's just all excited. He's gonna, I'm gonna do a cross cross country, tr- uh, you know. He's trip going on that trip dad. with his dad. Yep, my dad. And then he gets, like, what was it? He got a call that his dad already left. No, no, he his uh, he was about to leave, and his mom and his uncle were like, "If you fucking leave right now, you better never come back." And so he tries to get the uncle to do his dirty work for him. He's like, "Can you let him know?" that I won't be able to make it. And he's like, I'm not doing your dirty work. And as mm-hmm. he's about to leave is when he comes out and he's like, hey, dad, you ready to go? And he's like, ah, uh, you know, something came up. But, you know. Yeah, uh, it was like a big money, uh, big money, like, trip or something like that that he had to, like, cargo hole or something. Uh, something like that. And he's and just like, he's, yeah, ne- next time, next time. And he's like, he'll, we'll have to reschedule, like, maybe a, a month or two or three you know i'll call you in a week and we'll iron those details out and he's like it's cool and then he's like all right see you son and he doesn't he and what really you know where where it really starts is when he says goodbye he calls him he doesn't call him dad he calls him by his name yeah and the dad fit and you could see the dad feels it for like a second but he just leaves and then he just leaves he like he stops for a second and then he just leaves yeah because and then it's just like Oh, the, the why don't he want me, man? Oh, that no, one. No, that that's that's that, that's that's it. when like, it hits. Cause he, cause he's like, cause his uncle's like, I'm sorry, like that, and he's like, no, it's cool. He's like, he's like, now I don't have to, I don't have to worry about him anymore. He's like, and he's like saying how he's gonna find uh, a beautiful uh, wife and have kids, and he doesn't need him and his life to teach him how to be a father. And he's like, but then he like out of nowhere blows up, and he's like, to hell with him, and he's like. And he, then he and then he just goes. He he's like I'll he's like he's like I'll need him. And then and then he just stops, and it's quiet. And then he just says in like the most teary voice, "Why doesn't he want me, man?" And I can't. I'm getting sad just thinking <laughs> like, about. <I'm>, it. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I, I can't. Like, cause that was like as soon as he says that. 
his uncle like runs over and to hug him and that's mm-hmm. and the that's how it ends that's how the episode ends yeah and it's literally just like that last minute because before that, it's just kind of like, oh, okay, a more, you know, a more you regular know. episode, yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, the dad's get coming back. It's gonna be great, and then that last minute hits, and you're like, oh, fuck. And you know what? Let let's let's dispel a rumor right now. Oh, oh I know exactly what one you're talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because a lot of the times when people pe- that bring that uh, comes up, people will be like. Oh, it really hit Will like on a on a personal level because like his dad like actually left him and blah blah Not blah. Not true. Not true. He had a good relationship with his dad. Yeah, he love- has publicly come out and said he doesn't know where that started, but that is completely false. <laughs> I love that tweet where he's just like, "No, me and my dad had a really great relationship. Why does everyone keep saying this?" Yeah. Because, you know, once someone says something, it's obviously true yeah. on the internet. Exactly. Once, yeah, once you say something on the internet, it's real. Yeah, once you take a screenshot of a show and put over text over it saying something, <laughs> it's yeah. true. I I think uh, the, he did say he his friend went through this, though, right? Possibly. Is, isn't Which that is, what he said? I mean, that probably would make where sense. they got yeah, the inspiration maybe. Yeah, from. Yeah, because I think he said that his friend at the, was the one who was going through this, not him. But didn't his dad also die around that time? I don't remember. Mm, I, I think after. I, I think I think uh, it was after, a while after. Okay, okay, because I can't remember I, I, that one. I'm not but, completely sure of, but no, yeah, I I have no idea. I'm just I'm just saying. I'm pretty sure he died around that time. I'm not sure if it was yeah. before or after. Either way, it doesn't matter. It was very well executed and yeah. made me feel all the feels. Yeah, that one was. You want you want to feel all the feels, huh, Pete? Did you finish watching no. Fruits Basket yet? Oh! No, I haven't. Stop. <laughs> All, all the feels. I all know. the feels. All I do when I watch that show is cry. <laughs> As you should be. Like, the, to be fair, it's still not as bad as Clannad. Like, I I'm not bring that up. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I, I knew I had to before somebody else did. Because there is, I, t- to this day, there is not a single show or movie or anything that comes close to when I watched that series. I bought the I bought the entire box set of season one and two, which is the entire thing, and and I'm probably never gonna rewatch it. I just <laughs> bought it so I know. So I just I look at it and I know if I open that thing up. I'm gonna be on the floor, curled up in the fetal position for the next week and a half. See, but just yeah. like when I watched Trapped, that. See, cry, but, but, cry but here's hard, the thing. Fruit, but but fruits basket, you get happy tears at the end. Yeah, well, I'm sure I it's do. It's very there, happy there are, tears. Because uh, everything sure. works out. I, I know. I read the end. When did you it's do fine. that? Because when we talked about the remake, you didn't know about the plot twist. Well, that's because I don't. It was a long time ago. I don't fucking remember everything. <laughs> There's only a one long plot twist. Time ago. It's fine. Don't worry. I'm just gonna watch it, even though I know how it ends. I'm just gonna watch it, you and everything to. in between Cause, cause will be like new. Because they're making a sequel. What is they're this? They're making the... another series. They're, they're making a what? sequel. You didn't know this. No! They announced it like right after the first, right after this one ended. More fruit, more basket. Man, <laughs> I mean, there, probably, there is a sequel the, manga. They didn't say that they're adapting that. 
but but they're making a sequel they're making a sequel yeah oh my god i don't know how i feel and i think it's supposed to be out like next year i think they like really jumped on it too well, listen, I just finished watching a really classic anime last night. <laughs> and and uh, what guys would that heard, be? You guys may have heard of it. It's called Daria. <laughs> I, finished, like, I finished watching it for the first time. It was a, a, great, a great... It's five seasons and two movies long. I plowed through that series. Classic. Uh, never watched it because uh, I didn't really know about it growing up. But Who you know. told you about that show, Pete? Anybody um, we know? Nah, you know, I can't quite remember. <laughs> yeah. It could be anyone, you know. It could be. Yeah. It, 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 it might have been. a real been... big risk that you started yeah. watching that show, but I think it paid yeah. off. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, if it was. Yeah, yeah. Straight up, if it wasn't for the fact that I was at Freddy's house <laughs> and I was like, you know, let's try that, that Daria you're you going on about. I probably wouldn't have ever watched it because it was so freaking good. But we're not here to talk about good stuff. We're talking about I mean, sad stuff. I mean, and I'm pretty sad stuff, stuff is I, good. I mean, Freddie yeah. Freddy opened it up with one that we haven't talked about yet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's important. I'm going to hit one to real quick. Sometimes. All right, so this will be the last one, Rob. Yeah, and I, th- I think, Freddie, you might be able to uh, chime in on this one. All right. Uh, Digimon Season 1. Okay. Because uh, I think, like... Because Digimon, well, I guess Pokemon also had a couple of emotional episodes, you know, yeah. more towards the, the beginning. And the movie, and the movie had yeah. The movie yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the movie. The movie could, more. Yeah, the could... series had more creepy stuff in it. That, well, the that, movie, that, that, that is show, more the show in had retrospect had a creepy. Bye, but bye, yeah, the movie was definitely. Yeah, yeah bye, that's, bye, bye, that's was the Butterfree one. The episode definitely. when he thought Pikachu was going to leave him, that was sad. Yeah. I was about to say, yeah. But Digimon... um basically matt's whole character arc really if you think about it yeah i never actually where you know his whole thing is just you know he's he's the big stronger older brother and everything and uh he just like uh what what's his thing it's the uh uh friendship Friendship. is his friendship yeah Yeah. friendship crest of friendship and yet somehow he's oh he's the loner he's the loner of his group so and throughout the the series he literally just goes off and tries to do things by himself a bunch of times and you know whether it's just you know because he thinks he's the best or trying to get one over on ty you know ty's like no you're not the leader i am or to protect uh his brother tk or anything and uh i remember one of the very ends when they're fighting the uh the the dark masters Mm -hmm. was the whole thing where he has to like come to grips with their parents like divorce and everything yeah and it was like very much like a whole thing of you know he has to kind of realize like hey you know this this isn't just all about me everything didn't happen because of me and it's more like all right and you know again being you know the power of friendship has to pull them through (laughs) Yeah, you know that show was much more real than it needed well, to be. It, it is, it, yeah, and that's it, why. And that's why, again, you know, obvious the comparison is always going to be Digimon to Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Digimon's, it, you can go back it's to its, it. It's its, its own it's, thing. Yeah, yeah it's, but yeah. like it besides the fact that it's its own thing, story. but you can actually go back and watch season one, season two, whatever, and they still have value right they're they're their own standalone things even though we're older you can still watch Mm -hmm. and be like yeah there's you know this isn't just like a dumb kid show there's there's like stuff here 
Yeah, I remember right? My Whereas if you go back to Pokemon, aside from a couple of random episodes, you know, the Butterfree one, you know, or some where it's just like, just obviously better one than the others. One off Rock there's a family. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> there's just a lot of episodes in Pokemon. Like, a majority of the episodes are just, you know, cut and paste, you know. Team Ash Rocket. is just yeah. <laughs> Ash is doing a thing. Team Rocket shows up. Shenanigans. So, it's over. I don't. I don't ever remember this episode. Digimon has actual story beats with like you know Wizardmon with emotion behind them. What are you gonna say, Dale? Oh, I don't ever remember seeing this episode. But there's apparently one where you do finally meet Brock's parents. You meet his father his early dad, on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, and his I think, father I think was, abandoned him father or both parents where it was like oh when did you get so good at cooking and he's like when i had to take care of yeah it's of it's, it's his yeah, it's his father his, he his father, his father is okay. living like in a ditch just outside the city that he's in that he's the gym wow. leader in in pewter city and brock's got like a million siblings he's take he's he's doing everything in the house because all of his siblings are much younger than him and ash happens to meet the father he the father brings him to the gym i think and actually coaches Ash on how to beat Brock. And <laughs> at the a, and then and then Brock sees him and confronts him. And the father like asks him like the whole thing like how did you learn how to cook and it's like because I'm literally doing everything and he's like sewing like like fixing holes in clothes and doing literally everything. Yeah. And the father because Brock, that was when Brock was going to start traveling with him, and he couldn't because of all the siblings that he had to stay and take care of. And the father decided to stick around and take care of the siblings while Brock got to go on his merry little way. And it then becomes Brock teaching his father how to do all of this stuff, and his father appears to be completely inept. Right. So who knows if any of his siblings survived? Yeah. <laughs> But, um, I'm pretty sure uh, they, all got, uh, they all got washed away. Child Protective the Services yes. came for them. It's fine. To, to, what Rob, to what Rob said about like Digimon versus Pokemon, one of my favorite uh, things that I've heard someone say about the two is that, yeah, Pokemon is this happy-go-lucky adventure, whereas Digimon is a show about kids having existential crises in fields full of full of flowers and eggs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, so I think that's about time we have. Yeah, I think we went a little, a little over time, but that's fine. Totally we have fine. we have more people today. Yeah, I think, there, I, I, I no think we might have to sequel to it because Freddie literally didn't even mention the thing that he mentioned in his opening statement. No, I didn't. And and there's another one from that show too that I uh, was gonna bring yeah. up. Mm-hmm. It's probably barely, more sadder than I, at least in my I, opinion. Um, I barely touched my mind as well. I you think never I only, even got you, to talk about Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> <laughs> so <Man>. sad. <laughs> All right, well. But yes, Hughes needs a conversation, Freddie. Yes, Hughes it needs does. a conversation. It does. That's I was trying. I was gonna bring it up, but uh, <laughs> save for the sequel. Yes. That'll be a big long sadness uh, talk about that one. Sadness Redux. Yes, sadness to uh, despair. Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. Yes. All right, everyone. My ultimate despair. <laughs> Sayonara, is that supposed to say? Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, as always, follow us on Twitter. No, we on Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube. Uh, uh, we've been playing Resident Evil 8, right? That's what we've been playing? Yep, yeah. that just yeah. went up uh, recently, the yeah, fifth we've been, episode. In the fifth episode, as, as the time of this recording has gone up. 
And uh, Friday, can we can we get a VK page? I'm not sure what that is. That's a Russian Facebook. Oh, sure. Let's get a Russian Facebook. All right. You have to set it up, though. (laughs) I I mean, sure. As long as we got permission now. Follow us on VK, my lovely comrades. All right. I've been Freddy. I'm pretty sure I'm Pete. I've been Monica. I've I've been Dale. (laughs) I've been Sibs. And thanks for listening, everyone. Stay sad, everyone. Stay Monica, everyone. (laughs) Who put all these tears on my face? What are all these emotions that I feel? Why am I in despair? And why should you not read Metamorphosis? That will not be next time on the podcast.